I'll come back. 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 It's okay now. It's online. It's about time. Uh, well, at least it happened early. Yep. Okay. We'll try this over. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where we love to redo our intros. Your bartender this evening will be Enigmatic Otaku. We live in a society, damn it. Flam and Warfer. You want to know how I got to society? <laughs> Milk. <laughs> I don't even know how to make a society joke. Ravage. What? And Tony's stepping in while Pencil's out. Barcast is the name, technical difficulties is the game. My name is Flutter Priest, and this week we have a very special guest to kick off BronyCon Month. As you guys know, this is the final ever BronyCon. It is the end of an era, and so we're going to dedicate an entire month to promote the convention, to tell you guys the lowdown of what's going on there, and all sorts of awesome goodness stuff. Um, this week, we have a very special guest uh, who turns out to not only be have his skin in the podcast game, but runs the BronyCon podcast. We have Eagle, the Paladin of Shadows. Good evening, everyone. Happy to be here. Thanks to have you here. Um, just for those who are tuning in for the very first time, welcome. We're a community-oriented podcast where you guys ask for the guests. We politely ask them on. You ask the questions, and we make them miserable for two hours. Uh, we have 100% of all proceeds that go to this particular uh, podcast go to charity, but more on that later on in the podcast. We are streaming live on Twitch right now, but if you miss this for any reason or jump in a little too late, you can catch the restream on YouTube, Google Play Music, iTunes, the works. So, um, as we're streaming live on Twitch right now, there are going to be questions. We have a whole array of people here today, but we'll be watching in the chat for a few very specific things. We will not be relaying questions about politics, religion, or actual people's names or things like that. Be sure to stay far away from that fandom drama, and don't try to push for information that BronyCon isn't allowed to share. Come on, guys. You're better than that. I know you are. Are they really, though? Are they really? Usually. <laughs> Usually. One can only hope. I already see someone in the stream asking me to cross-dress, so we're just going to move straight on forward. <laughs> we have a drinking word. If you ever hear any of us say the word exactly, be sure to take a nice, healthy drink at home. So, what's exactly the deal today? Well, let's start with some basic interview questions for you, Eagle. Who are you, and what do you do for the fandom? Okay, who am I? Well, I'm Eagle Paladin of Shadows, and oh, what do I do for the fandom? Various things, most of it involving BronyCon, uh, where I am a staffer in the events department, and at Con, my job is a room manager for, at this point, the Hall of the Sun. 
yeah, that guy you see back around, not operating the soundboard, but in the sound booth, you know, occasionally talking to whatever panelists are there, making sure they have everything. And when you try and stay more than 10 to 15 minutes after the end of a panel, who tells you to get out? Mm. So you're the one who kicks all of our butts into gear. That's yes. Good. I respect authority. I like authority. You do? Pretty free says a king for a third. Yes. I mean, I love quiet bottom. This this would explain the relationship with pencil. Okay. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I mean, well, uh, we know know. who's in charge. We know who's in charge there. (laughs) Uh, How did you personally get into the fandom? Okay, so. Watching the clock back, it is the first week of December 2014. And Friday night, it, I was uh, working on my bachelor's degree. And it's Friday night, first end of the first week of December. And I, it was the end of finals week. I was hanging out in, uh, with at a couple of friends' apartment, celebrating, you know, finals are over, we survived, yada, yada. So we were up to like 3 a.m. playing Halo, watching movies, and then topped it off with a Whataburger run. And then I just crashed on their apartment floor when we got back in. It's like 4 a.m. I slept for like two hours and woke up. They were still passed out, but I was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to disturb them or anything, but I'm going to head on home. Crawled myself back home and collapsed on the living room couch with, you know, they've got universal remotes, but I only had the remote to turn the TV on and off and adjust the volume. The remote to change the channel was on the other side of the room. And I turned the TV on and it comes on and back then it was still the hub. And it was showing Rainbow Rocks. Oh. Oh. And... I'm laying here, it's like 6 in the morning, I've got 2 hours of sleep, I'm in the sleep-deprived haze, still from finals week overall, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, I'm too tired to get up and go across the room and get the remote to change the channel. And so I'm watching in the sleep-deprived haze, I'm like, huh, this isn't half bad. And then, you know, fast forward to January... And it's the first week of the new semester, and I, and I hadn't really given it much more thought other than, uh, you know, I'd done a little looking, but then I'm like, you know, there's this whole fandom about and stuff. I wonder what the big deal is. And so I looked up and uh, ended up binging all four seasons that were out in the first week of the semester. Five nights, did them all. And then I spent about a month in denial. Fair enough. And, and I considered that denial over when I finally created a fem fiction account to keep track of the Doctor Who's fix that I had already read. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Uh, we got a couple questions out from the chat already. Uh, I'm going to combine them into one because I just love the way that the other other guy puts it. Uh, for those who are just tuning in, I saw we had a big influx of people. Uh, keep in mind that this is 18 plus. 
So uh, the question that's asked for you is, can your dick reach the bottom of a mayonnaise jar? <laughs> well, now, you see, that's a very vague question because there's so many different sizes of mayonnaise jars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ask pencil. There's a size for every guys. <laughs> and uh, that's all the information on that you're getting out of me on that. Fair enough, fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, so then, you being a part of BronyCon, obviously you get to see, um, not from a convention standpoint, as you've attended quite a few, um, the, the fandom as a whole. There's so many different pieces and parts that are... Uh, go together to make this unique phenomenon that is bronyism. Um, what do you consider your favorite part of the fandom? The online community, fan fiction, conventions, the music? Oh, 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 hold man. on, hold on. Did you just say bronyism? Bronyism is an actual thing, and if you Google Jesus it, it's right. actually, there's, there's, there's fucking wikis about it and shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are we a cult now? <laughs> I mean, you saw Starlight Glimmer. I mean, there. Where's this now thing coming from? Haven't we always been a cult? Whoa. Uh, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> whoa. We we live and grow over time. It starts with with on uh, 4chan, and then we move to like you know, Questioner Daily and Finfic. There's different shades. Different shades of degeneracy. Yeah. Yes. Fifty <laughs> shades of degeneracy. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about bronies, not furries here. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yes, somebody who agrees with me, finally. No, they're the same fucking thing. You cannot uh, convince we're you, they're not. They uh, we're not, they we're not gonna go, you. Let's not go down this road, because it's going to turn into... Yeah, 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 that's true. This will be a shit show. So what, do you, what is your favorite part of the <laughs> fandom, Eagle? Oh, man, that is... Uh, hell of a thing to ask because there are so many parts that I love and just picking one it's the same way that I don't have a favorite book I mean you're forcing me to just pick one when so much of it is so amazing I uh I mean I'd almost have to I almost am required to say the online community just because it's provided me with some so many of my friends nowadays and gotten me through uh some pretty tough times uh I was I'm a researcher by trade and uh, education, but for about 15 months from November of 2017 to, well, March of this year, I was out of that particular game, and it was really tough because during that time, the only job I had was working for Waiter, which is a food delivery service, and that is Easily competition for the worst job I've ever had. And it was during that time that I actually, it was during my employment with Waiter that I actually uh, did my first stint as a BronyCon staffer. And it was that period of unemployment that sort of led me to volunteer as staff because I know Milk knows him. I don't know if any of the rest of you know Larsus. I do. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's one of those names where you drop it, and generally at least somebody's going to go, oh, yeah, I know that guy, the guy with the goldfish. Yes. Yeah. When you lurk enough, you you run into people. Yeah. Exactly. Or just fish. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, it was 
December of 2017, you know, he had come to visit me for a weekend, you know, where we were hanging out and stuff. I was talking about, because I'd made it to BronyCon as an attendee in 2017. I loved it. It was amazing. And I wanted to go back, but I also knew I'm facing a period of unemployment that's going to last who knows how long. I don't have a lot of money to be able to spare and throw things in. How do I address this issue of, I want to go back. I want to go again. He's like, well, you, why don't you volunteer as staff? I'm like, huh. And um, so I did, and I went, and it was amazing. It also, staffing also helped me get over my thing about sharing a bed with another dude. Because when you're that damn tired, you don't care that the guy on the other side of the bed is a stranger that you've only spoken two sentences to. You just it's, sleep. It's true. Unless they're snoring and then what you punch them. <laughs> Thank, thankfully, none of my roommates snored. And they didn't mind when after the night of the gala, I uh, shedded uh, blue hair wax all over the bed. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, so why I did staff last year, last year, uh, the Grand Galloping Gala, for those of you who don't know, it's the big formal dance and stuff, but it's a cross between a formal dance and a show because the gala crew, who are a bunch of excellent, amazing co-cosplayers and actors, they put on a show with a little story last year was them getting sucked into movie world and they're all the main six and characters from the show, Spike, all that. And so I was the room manager on shift because really and truly, okay, the gala, when you narrow it down to just BronyCon, leaving out getting to meet people and see my friends and stuff, the gala is my favorite part. That's really cool. Mm. So that, it, it... Forgive me, like what you said kind of brought memories rushing back for me. There was a um, a handful of years ago that um, Pencil and I won the uh, dance competition and were king and queen of the gala. Oh, okay. Um, I'll talk to you about that a bit later, Priest. Don't let me forget. Oh. Oh, no. It's oh. time for my dreams to be crushed. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna have okay, to okay, okay. You know what? Okay. Screw the later. I'll get to it right after I finish this story. Oh no, go for it, go for it. Okay. So anyway, so I wanted to kind of. I don't really. I've ne I'd never tried a costume or cosplay or anything before. But I decided I have all the stuff. Uh, if any of y'all have ever seen the My Little Ties vendor, I have a. I have the tie clip from him. I have Twilight and Luna's cutie marks. And literally, when I dress up, I've done it for, I've been sent to uh, conferences for my job and stuff. That is my, I'll dress up, suit, slacks, ties, suit jacket, and a doggone cutie mark tie clip. Nobody knows. But so I did uh, Vice Principal Artemis, you know, Rule 63 Luna right. for the gala. But because I was also in the middle of a job hunt, I couldn't dye my hair. And much less I have a, my hair's a dark brown. So even if I dyed it blue, I'd to really get it to look blue, I'd have to bleach it. And once you bleach, 
there's no going back. Right. So I was like, that's not ideal for a job hunt. I'm trying to think, and wigs tend to make my head itch. I know people say they've gotten better and stuff, but especially in uh, as warm as the room can get during the gala, it's, it's not ideal. And then I found out that they make this colored hair wax that doesn't stain, stays in, washes out the next day. Works great. And it was even one of the gala cast uh, that uh, applied it in my hair for me. And But as it turns out, you know, when you're dragging yourself back to your hotel room at 1.30 in the morning after working and doing all that, uh, yeah, you, you're really too tired to shower. You just want to sleep. And so I slept and woke up in the morning and there was just blue all over the pillowcase. And wow. then I, I got out of the shower and I'm drying off and I look and it had, it was even under the pillow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and as I'm getting dressed, the, the cleaning lady knocks to come in and I let her in and I say, uh yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna need fresh sheets and a fresh pillowcase on that bed. I'm so sorry. And I said, but all indications are as easily as it washed out my hair, it'll wash easily out of that. It's like it's fine, it's okay. But I was so apologetic. But it was a great night. That's awesome. Okay, Man. so before I forget, priest, the thing I was going to say, uh, the uh -huh. Gala crew are trying to put together a kind of a retrospective, I suppose you'd call it, of the gala. Oh my gosh! What, of what it has meant to people. And they're looking for sound bites. People saying memorable moments for them. Things that is meant, things like that. Like being the king and queen. Not, oh, my favorite part of the gala was last year, the lightsaber fights. But things that have personal meaning to them. Whether you met friends, things like that. So if you and Pencil would want to do a little sound bite for that, and oh, uh, yeah. get Happily. it to me and I and I can pass it on. And uh same goes to uh anybody who may be listening that has attended before. If, if y'all would want to record little sound bites and uh pass them forward to the barcast crew and they can get them to me and I'll hand it on from there. Yeah, happily. We'll definitely uh act as recon on that. So be sure to just send us a message. We have uh the barcast at gmail.net. Uh, go ahead and send that that way, and we'll be sure to pass it along. Um, if there's one thing that you could say to all the people who are excited about BronyCon and all the things that are coming up along with it, um, what what would you say to the people who are interested in going to BronyCon and excited to go to it, or haven't decided if they want to go yet? I'd say if you can feasibly manage it, I mean, don't put yourself in the poorhouse to do it, obviously. But if you can feasibly manage it, it is worth it. It is an amazing experience like almost no other. I mean, I've attended other conventions. I was at Nightmare Nights for its uh, last three years. Yes, because it was – or wait, no. Yeah, it's the last three years, because 15, 16, 17, yeah. Uh, and yes, it was cool and stuff, but it wasn't... There's just something about BronyCon. I don't know if it's because it is the con for our fandom or what, but it, there's just something about it. It's got its own magic to it. Mm -hmm. 
It's totally true. Every single time I've gone to BronyCon, it's just been a different a, a party every time. Um, now for the final actual interview question before we throw you to the wolves. It's time to get serious. Time to get demented. Time to ruin some friendships. Who time is best pony? pony? Who who is best pony? Huh. Uh huh. Okay, I actually have a list for this. Oh okay. no. No, 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 it it goes like this, okay, just, just hear me out before you say that, it goes like this, best pony is Twilight Sparkle, best princess is Luna, best human is Sunset Shimmer, I'll allow it, I will allow it, that, that, that's fair, yeah, all right, now then, we're going out to our thread on film fiction, and of course, there are also uh, the opportunity to ask questions through Twitch. Let's start with uh, the very first in the thread, Ryza. Let's see, I'm looking for questions that are specific to you, Eagle. They want to know, why is Enigma best pony? <laughs> why am I best pony? That's a good question. <laughs> Enigma who? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect response. Perfect response. Um, I are you uh, a player or purveyor of the Dungeons and Dragons? I well, back when I was in college, the first time I uh, once attempted to sit in on a D and D session, and they get they kicked me out when I started asking questions. Oh. Um, I have not played D&D or attempted to since then. However, uh, some of you may have encountered the lovely people at Dead Tree Studios who have yes. made the ever-wonderful Fallout Equestria Dead Tree system, which actually normally about this time I'm playing in a campaign of that. But Nice. All right. Uh, we're going now to Terry the Human. Who asks, do you like farts? We ask only highbrow questions here. <laughs> this is a okay. podcast for the intellectuals. Wait. This is this is the number one question from Terry the Human. The other weeks he's always coming and asks, like, oh, what's your favorite fan fictions and stuff? No. Number one, do you like farts? Uh, it's it's not even specific. Like, do you like smelling farts? Do you like farting? Because I tell you what, when I rip a good one, I'm proud of myself for the rest of the day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a society. Eagle, however you want to answer this one. Just... I, uh, I'll decline that one. Fair enough. The next question is, what's the meaning of life? Well, I mean, isn't that answer obvious? No. Ponies? Exactly! Oh! (laughs) No, that is the mean to... That is the answer to the ultimate ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. It is not the meaning of life itself. We don't know what the ultimate question is. True, 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 true. Uh, now we're going to Short Skirts and Explosions, the acclaimed writer of Background Pony, for those who are not aware. 
Uh, but I consider him a good friend. What doth life? Well, I don't know, priest. Personally, I always preferred the things Tavi says. Oh, that's some fire there. But, but yeah, we'll agree to disagree. Admittedly, I've I, it's on my read layer list, but I haven't gotten to back on it yet. It's a very dense read. I'll definitely admit that it's it's not something that you can just like lightly jump into and be like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, I, I, but I think that sort of skirts his trade, truth, um, stock and trade. Uh, what doth life? Hmm. Hell if I know. Call me when you get the answer, Skirts. I've got him on speed dial. I'll be sure to have that relayed. Mugany is up next. I don't know you, but here are a few random questions. So kind. Number one, what is your favorite color? Please say red. If you do not like red, it's all you will see within the next five seconds. Wow, rude. Wow. Actually, my favorite color is green. Oh. A man of culture, I see. Yeah, a man of cool nature and stature. I mean, if if I if we were on camera, I would show you my lovely, beautiful emerald green body. Ooh. Number two. Oh, so you like the color red? You seem like a cool guy. What's your favorite red thing? What the? Uh. <laughs> um. Well, I do have this little, it's like a two by two red fabric cube that I use to store old game stuff in, mm. I guess. Okay. Right. Number three. Haha, <laughs> that's neat. We're such good friends now. Who are you and what do you do? Nope, we're vetoing that. Next one. Number four. Uh, what is this? Let's get fellow sock sickle. What? What? I think. What do you oh, find? Oh God, he's trying to say. What do you find more endearing, the concept of death or the concept of knowing the concept of death? And what concept is death, and how does that fulfill that concept? Can concept fulfill that concept to its fullest, and or is it destined to remain nothing but a concept? What the? I I mean. What? I'm gonna have to join your response in this priest and go. What the hell? Hey, hey, Mugany, uh, who are you buying from? <laughs> yeah, the, I I feel like uh, there's like five different Inception blahs that happened during that. It's just like yeah. it almost sounds like a Beatles song. Holy shit! <laughs> I don't know what it's saying. <laughs> All right, then we'll jump to number five. What is your favorite concept? I suppose the concept of free will. Why? What's yours? Uh, Ooh. To, to me or to Muggany? Because Muggany is not able to answer. <laughs> I know, to Muggany, but we'll, who knows? Maybe we'll get an answer in like a week or something. Yeah, find out next time on the broadcast. No. Well, I mean, it's, it's funny, but uh, there is actually in, uh, you know, the po Bronicon podcast, it's called Stable Geniuses. There is an element of that in which we interact, allow our guests, our uh, listeners to, in a way, interact belatedly with our guests 
by it's sort of the reverse of what you do instead of them knowing ahead of time who excuse me who the guests will be and asking them questions beforehand after our episodes we allow them the opportunity to reach out to us via email facebook twitter whatever and ask questions of the guests that perhaps weren't answered and so and thusly and then beforehand before the next episode if there were any questions i will read them as part of the intro and read the answer oh wow that's really cool it's interesting to see how different podcasts kind of um acquire and uh, and accomplish similar goals in different methods yeah i think i i came up with it just because my thought was a lot of the times the guests we have just aren't as known as like I know you lot tend to have a little more known guest, whereas ours, yeah, sure. When you have somebody like say one of the BronyCon chairs, you know that there's a big name behind that, but until afterwards, you may not have an idea of what questions you would like to ask. And so doing it with questions afterwards seems to work a little better. Although, sadly, I've yet to actually have a question to forward to my guests. Yeah. Hey, man, all that all that stuff kind of comes with time. And especially being a part of BronyCon, like, if you guys just kind of pass along the word and be like, hey, we've got this person on, you know, promotion is promotion is promotion. I remember when we were first starting out our podcast, we were just copy-pasting threads in every single group on Fim Fiction. Yeah. We were just like messaging milk, like, hey, did you put in your five groups today? Yeah, like I started choking on fucking stuff because I realized <laughs> just how obnoxious I was when I started doing it. It was like, it dumped oh, it in literally every group. I'm sorry about that. And then, we, sound then like we a went, scheme. And we made an ad on Derpy Buru, which works wonders. I don't care. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Uh, but but Deep yeah, breath, no. milk. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, I'm just I, sorry. Uh, I'm sure everything's gonna go great with stable pop, uh, geniuses. I personally enjoy listening to it, and we will make sure that we have a link to it in our YouTube video, so that way everyone else who watches the vid and catches up later on can take a look at it too. Uh, and I and, appreciate that. We actually have some very exciting upcoming guests. Uh, this upcoming Friday, I it will be dropped uh, the interview with uh, the heads of our registration department addressing such things as why aren't there more um, sponsor badges and so on and so forth, as well as what do they what do these lovely people do for the con besides just hand you your badge when you show up. Interesting. I'm sure that's going to be quite a quite a delicious listen. I was going to say read, but that doesn't quite apply. So yeah, like you we, read. Well, we'd actually discussed um, when my producer first came on board. There was a some discussion of doing a transcript of each episode, but we came to the conclusion that at for the time being, unless there was demand for it, we just didn't have the resources to dedicate to it. Fair enough, fair enough. You know, sometimes it's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Uh, the next set of questions that we have is from RK Striker JK5. 
What is your favorite non-MLP franchise? Ooh, I mean, ooh. I mean, that's kind of a toss-up. I mean, there's so many good ones. I've, when it comes to, I mean, outside of watching MLP, there are series I keep up with. I've watched, I've seen all of the MCU. Uh, by a stroke of luck, I got a free ticket to see Endgame last week. Um, I watched all of the Marvel shows on Netflix, things kept up with that. Um, but really outside of that, there's not a lot of TV series I keep up with, at least actively on TV. Oh, I mean, God, there's just so much I keep up with. But if I had to narrow it down really to one single thing, I think my Favorite non-MLP franchise would probably be Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay, I believe you. If if I, I was per, if I was pressed, if you put a gun to my head and demanded an answer, it'd probably be Kingdom Hearts. Cool. Yeah. Um, have you done any fan created or fan creations for non-MLP franchises? I have not, and outside of Stable Geniuses, I really don't do anything creative for MLP. I have a good friend that I do the editing for his uh, fanfic for, mm-hmm. and but aside from that, I really don't have any creative output. I'm not really that much of a writer. I cannot draw to save my life. I have a hard enough time drawing a straight line with grid paper. Hmm, amen to that. And and I mean I'm a scientist for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that poor <All> tractor right. <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I can make hanging drops of uh well, cells like no other. Ooh. Let let's Ooh. see you do put a hundred and twenty thirty microliter drops on a dish lid and then flip it over. Man, the only thing that I've got against you is knowing that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. That's all I got. Well, I know that P is stored in balls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, okay, come on in sometime. We'll harvest your brain and put it to good use. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you sure you want that? Sure, I can always use more brain homogenate. Although, literally, yes, occasionally, well, on a weekly basis, I do uh, work with basically what has been a human brain put through a blender. That doesn't sound very fun. Sounds tasty. It is amazing. I love my job. Awesome. Um, Number three, uh, obviously a play on your name. Have you ever met Sam the Eagle? If so, is he as uptight off screen as he is on? No, I have not. Would be interesting if I did, though. Cool. Now we're going to Sunbro for life. Having some fun questions. Bro, been a while since we praised, haven't it? Hasn't it? Well, it's time to do some praising. Number one, what is your favorite video game? I mean, absolute favorite? Probably, I'd have to go back to, hmm. 
Tough, tough, tough. Well, you did mention Kingdom Hearts earlier. Yeah, I did. And I'm leaning that way because Kingdom Hearts 2 was just so much fun. I'm guessing that means you probably already finished up Kingdom Hearts 3. Actually, I got to um, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, and then around the time that I did, I got I moved. I got a new job. I moved, and life has been so chaotic since then that I haven't gotten back to it. Hmm. In fact, since then, I started and beat Bioshock Infinite. So I'm, I'm really not entirely sure why I have not gone back to finish it. <laughs> Oh, so you so in Kingdom Hearts three you haven't made it to the Star Wars world yet, have you? Uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry, did I spoil it? Uh, since I'm pretty sure it's not there, no. Wow. Number two, what is your favorite boss fight from a video game? Oh. <laughs> uh, I you see, I've actually I've actually been watching the question thread like a hawk for like three days, so I've been thinking on these answers a little. Uh, and the answer to this one actually occurred to me earlier. It would have I'd have to say Zaldin from Kingdom Hearts two, if for oh. no if for no other reason than his fighting with the spears inspired the fighting style of one of my OCs. Ooh. Mm. Cool. I actually, I, I'll throw up the picture in somewhere later so you can see it. Yeah, yeah we, we don't need Tony grossing out. <laughs> oh no. gosh, oh, why did you? Oh, why did you even do that? Oh fuck off, Rab. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Number three. <clears throat> Have you accepted Skeletor? The of the universe into your heart. I sure hope I'm getting this reference right. By the power of Grayskull, I am not. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was good. <laughs> Number four. Uh, so you are in Tiny Horse Hamlet. What business do you start? I actually would. I think I would start a blacksmith, a smithy. Ooh. What would ponies come to you to buy? Presumably horseshoes. Wow, okay, you just won. You just yeah. won it. You won it all of this. <laughs> Man, like everyone else came up with shit like fucking brothels half the time or something. It's like, no, nah, you come up with something practical. Good job. Oh yeah, I see your OC pick now. Nice. It kinda reminds me, um, Gosh, I think there was this character from, I want to say Steingate, that that doesn't seem right, or maybe Fate Stay Zero or something like that. So he produces a lot of blades or something like that. But yeah, no, that was really cool. Yeah, I um, I've seen that image on the Derpy. Yeah, uh, there is uh, some somebody over on uh, was it? Oh yeah, it was DeviantArt. Was like. Hey, I'm doing a free uh, drawing thread, you know, for so many people to post and give me an idea that I like. Uh, good. Um, yeah, Zorvec. Um, they'll oh. get a picture from me. Zorvec? Yeah. I'm friends with him. I know him. 
And so he did that, and and I I threw up. I'm like, you know, I have a decent number of picks of Eagle, who is my primary OC. You see him right there in my uh, profile pick, which was done by the lovely Painted Wave. Uh, but I I have very few of my other OCs, and I'm like, you know, I I I have a reference for. I have a reference sheet for ARC now, but I, I'd like to have something more. So, sure, I threw ARC in there. Awesome. Oh, it's a beautiful picture. I uh, know. I love it. Then we'll go to yeah. number... Oh, go for it, Enigma. No, no, just, you know, Zorvik does nice work, and I'm doing a mini shout-out for him. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Then number five, last one from Sunbro for Life. Do you even praise, bro? I mean, come on, man. I, uh, finally enough, Sunbro and I have done some dark souling together. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Some good times. Good Loves times. The fandom bring people together. Now then, time. Time for Lord Weezus. We talked about this question before. I'm going to read it the best that I can, and you can answer it however you wish. But we swear to God, it's like time for questions with Vylon. This, this question is... It's time for questions with Vylon. Weezus. Weezus. Anyway. You wake up one day and find your nipples are completely gone. No scars or anything. Just flat skin. You leave your room and find your dad died last night as well. Later, you find out your dad used to sneak into your room at night and suck on your chest to create two gigantic hickeys where your nipples should have been because you were born without them. Not for any sexual reason, just so you'd fit in. What would you do? And I would say just panic and cry and just no, 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 no. Well, considering that, sadly, my imagination is enough that I literally just took my headphones out while you read that so that my mind would not form an image. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that is not fair. Fair Moving enough. On. Moving on. Seton is up next. Number one. What is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that is really unhealthy but just so good? I mean, it's it's like going back to the, you know, favorite franchise thing. I mean, it's just, I don't know. But, okay, so actually I, uh, a co-worker of mine, it's her birthday on Monday, so I baked her a cake. I have this really great recipe for a Coca-Cola cake. Mm-hmm. And I'm normally not a fan of chocolate cake, but the, mm-hmm. I will eat the shit out of this stuff. Nice. I mean, it is just amazing. It's like, oh, so good. Sex on a fork? Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> it is so moist, I really mm-hmm. highly recommend a spoon. Moist. <laughs> so, yeah, it is sex on a fork. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a fan of spooning my cake. <laughs> then, uh, let's see, the next question. Uh, what is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? I promise it won't be used against you. At least not us. Well, I mean, okay. Honestly, I really don't have a lot of 
fears. Um, I used to think I was arachnophobic, but actually I'm really just, I'm fine with them. As long as they don't bother me, I don't bother them. And for, and as a matter of fact, several years ago, for a period of about three months, I had a spider that had decided to build his web between the driver's side window and the side mirror of my truck, and I named him Lemmy until one day, presumably, a bird ate him. Mm-hmm. Rip. Uh, I'm mildly discomfited by heights, but not really afraid of them. Like, I work on the 10th floor of my building. I'll go out and just at the elevator area, there's glass wrap around. You can see all around, see down, and there's a river, a little uh, stream that runs by our building. I mm-hmm. look down, watch watch the ducks swim and stuff, so it doesn't bug me. I mean, so yeah, I don't exactly have a lot of fears. That's good. That's a good thing to have. Yeah. Um, number four, what is your one annoying habit? Uh, so something that just annoys you that other people do, or something you do that that drives people up the wall. Uh, okay. To answer the first form of the question, things that my biggest pet peeve is people interrupting me uh, unnecessarily. Just like being in the middle of a story and somebody all of a sudden just chimes in with something completely unrelated. Drives me nuts. Exactly. I'm so sorry to have you on this cast. <laughs> I know Rav. Rav's cat is doing a great job. In well, okay. I I knew what I was getting into with you, Lotto. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. <laughs> to answer the second form of the question, I think it would be um at least I don't seem to have think do a lot of things that drive other people nuts except. My mother, when my leg shakes against the floor and my foot's just thumping, especially if we're on like you know in a tr- my uh, grand my grandparents live in a trailer house, so you know that hollow floor, so it really makes the loud thumping mm-hmm. drives my mother yeah. nuts. Ah, understandable. Understandable indeed. Exactly. Let's see the next question. What is the theme song for your sex life? Well, Seton, you have to have a sex life before it can have a theme song. Ah. <laughs> All by myself. I get you. Number six. Do you watch anime by chance? If so, what are your favorites? As a matter of fact, I do. I uh, just last night finished watching The Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix. Great show. I can't wait for season four. I hope they, I really hope they make it. That was so good. Um, Favorites. Absolute favorite would have to be Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. The original was okay, but they kind of went off the rails after they got past the point where the manga had gotten at that time. Um, I I liked Bleach back in the day. It was all right. Uh, I have seen both Durara and Durara X2. Those were good. I did enjoy them. Um, beyond that, what? Oh, I've seen Black Butler. That was good. Uh, tried watching Soul Eater, got halfway through and just stopped. 
Same with Death Note after uh after what after what's his name died, it was L. I was just kind of yeah, after L bought it, it was kind of what's the point. Um what else have I watched? You got rip uh, during that 15 month period of unemployment, I spent a, a lot of time watching TV because you can only put in so many job applications a day without losing your mind. Right. Mm. Um, uh, of course, there is an argument to be made for. I think I once saw an argument on whether or not Career Girls was actually a magical girl anime. Uh, as if what was? Equestria Girls. The Equestria oh. Girls. Oh. oh, there's, there's uh, some uh, people uh, argue it's a magical girl anime. It's definitely not. There isn't <laughs> enough skirts. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I, <laughs> well, I, I have to admit, if you've seen the, uh, what is it, the Spring Breakdown, the most recent one, they aren't exactly arguing against it now. So you're saying we got our beach episode. Where's the fan <laughs> service? Yeah. We got the beach and the hot spring and... Fan service? Watermelon smashing and all that fun shit. Uh, you sure you're not thinking of Bleach? <laughs> or just every anime? There's a lot of anime that do that. Uh, I mean, Ozumanga Dio even does it. Every Takahashi... Dude, so, I have a, a completely age-appropriate anime that does all that shit. Yeah. Okay. Pretty Numbers. Oh, I was just going to move to the next question. <laughs> uh, oh, you wanted six. the name? Sure. It's K-On. Oh, K-On's a good one. Right? Dude, yeah. I, cannot wa- I cannot watch that without picking up my guitar and, start, and starting to play. It's just one of those... Makes me want to play oh. so bad. <laughs> I get you, man. Oh, I, that reminds me. I need to go back and watch Full Metal Panic again. I just started watching that. <laughs> I hear wait it's till, really good. Wait till you get to Famofu. It's such a whiplash from the serious tone of the normal <laughs> show, but it is so good. I watched Famofu. Famofu was really fun. Yes, it was, but it's it's just such a stark contrast. As you know, the normal Full Metal Panic is a little grim, it's serious, and then Fumofu is this light, fun thing. It's like going from, well, Maud to Pinky. Yeah. Then the last question that we have from Stetton is, just how big is your porn stash? <clears throat> to which my reply is, what porn stash? Uh, I, I see I see what you're saying. I get you. Mm. Alex underscore is up next. Hi, Alex. He starts by saying, hi. See, hi. I, I'm mildly confused. I thought he was part of the Barcast. So uh, Alex is one of our resident interns. He goes on, he runs kind of our main Twitter coordination, um, occasionally reaches out to guests for us, and generally lurks and follows everyone when he isn't stalking us. Yeah. He's... An indispensable part, even if he's not on the mic very much. Okay. Um, but he does actually lead off with a really interesting question that I'm dying to know the answer of. 
Um, how does the Barcast compare with the BronyCon podcast? Especially mm-hmm. when you've, you've been throwing words around like producers and stuff like that. I am so curious because we pretty much just run this pretty lax. Um, what's, what's your guys' process and kind of hierarchy like? Okay, so our hierarchy really isn't big. I uh, found myself in a unique position. So to answer this question, I kind of have to tell you the story of... Okay, somebody somebody throw up the Fresh Prince intro right here or something. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, it was like... A month or so after last, after BronyCon ended last year, uh, one of the other, and I'm just, you know, bumming along. Uh, I, I actually got fired from Waiter the day that after, well, it was pretty much the day that I flew back in from Baltimore last year. And so I was just bumming around, you know, one day applying for jobs and stuff and figuring out what I'm going to do with my life. Uh, and, uh, one of the other, so the primary method of staff communication is, um, app called Slack, yeah. which is, you know, it's kind of like Discord, but more professional, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, anyways, and, uh, one of the other staffers, his, he goes by Instinct, who, and guess what, Instinct, it's now recorded for so many to know. I can confirm instinct is best girl. Ooh. <laughs> so I he uh sent me a message on Slack going, Hey, uh, you know what I'm look we're looking at starting up a podcast for the convention. Would you like to be the host? I'm like mm, I thought about it for a bit and I'm like, Yeah, sure, what the hell? I can be a charming bastard for an hour at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Only that long? Yeah. Maybe longer. Whoa. Um, I don't know. We're about to Whoa. find out because it's five <laughs> minutes from the first hour being over. Hey, man, if you can last longer than five minutes, that's what counts in my bed. <laughs> Ooh, Just out on yourself like that. Anyway. Um, anyway. Please continue. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. It's fine. Like I said, I knew what I was getting myself into with it's, and it's one thing when it's you know kind of part of the experience. It's another entirely when it's just somebody being an ass. Yeah, fair enough. So he, I said, yeah, sure. I'll, uh, you know, I can do it. I'll be the host, and I'm, I'm like, okay, so. Time went on a bit, and things, uh, there was a channel created for it, you know, people find in, and whenever I get involved in something, I tend to be very moving forward with it. I don't, I, I'm ADHD, mm-hmm. so yeah. sitting still is not a good, it's not something I do very well, not when there are things that I see that can be done. Yep. Can relate. And so I simply, you know, there was a channel. There's a little bit, you know, dinging around. But I'm like, okay. I I figured, you know, Instinct would handle things like arranging guests and stuff. And I'd I'd go, okay, we're going to, here's who we want to interview this time, you know. 
I'd come up with questions and do the interview, da 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 da. And instead, after a period of time, I found myself just because I don't do well sitting well, driving forward, starting to figure things out, getting things done. And uh, I think it was one of the chairs asked me, yo, Eagle, do you just want to, you know, have charge of the whole thing? And I said, well, okay. And so since then, I've been the director of it and in a really odd position simply because like I said, I am a staffer of the events department officially. That is my department. I am answerable to Tree and in Sigma, who are the deputy and department heads, respectively. And yet this podcast, it really doesn't fall under the purview of the events department because events does things like, you know, runs the panels, make sure that's going smooth. It does that stuff. Really, I suppose the podcast would be more under PR, but I don't exactly answer to them either. I uh, I, I spend mostly, I, when it comes to authority, I guess I go straight to the chairs. Wow. The convention. Uh, but then from there, at first, when the first episode was released, I didn't have a producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my The person who did the sound for it was the deputy head of the registration department. And, um, you know, looking back, it was just a tad bit of a mess. Mm. But, and so we released it. It went out and I put, I threw up links a few places because I didn't realize how much of a mess it was at the time. And, and so I was proud, you know, here I put all this time and effort into this and here's the end product. And so one of the places I threw it up was in uh, my buddy Wings, little server dedicated to his fan fictions. Uh, Milk knows who I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. No, I, I know Wings too. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, so. But. Sorry. I threw it up in there and uh and a couple days after I put it in the link there, I got a message from a Neon going, Hey, you know, would you like me to do a little review of your uh thing, you know, give you some tips and stuff? And I said, Oh sure. And so fast forward to like three or four, maybe five days, and Neon messages me uh, with a link to a Google Doc. And I open it and it is scathing. A scathing <laughs> review of the first episode. Except every bit of it was put perfectly and absolutely true. And just, and it was not just, oh, you did this wrong. It was, Okay, you goofed up here. Here's how to. Here's how you can fix it. And I, I took it. And I took it back to. At that point, I had created a whole a private channel in Slack for the podcast to because uh, the public channel had a tendency to devolve into shit posting and bury the work that was getting done. And so I took it back to the private channel. I posted it in there, and I and. Uh, 
talked to the chairs about it and said, and they read through it and I said, uh, I think we might want to look at, uh, you know, onboarding this guy if he's willing to help. Because, uh, I mean, as it turns out, Neon is high, really passionate about podcasting. He does his own podcast about baking, and he's just amazing. And so I talked to Neon, and he said, and he agreed, and he came on board as the producer for the whole shebang. And so now our basic workflow is we're shooting for an episode every three weeks. And the workflow is simply episode post, wait a week. I go through the comments, wait for any feedback of, you know, like the questions for guests that I mentioned, as well as up to the con itself. Each episode will have a drawing for a ba- just giving away a free three-day badge for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so give it a week for people to leave comment and enter the drawing. Then I do the drawing. Any questions I forward to the guest to answer so that they have at least a week to answer before our sound guy does. And that way, by the two weeks from the previous episode, we have all the sound bites. I'll have recorded the intro and outro for the next episode and really i'm working on building up a back uh a backlog of episodes of the interview the main portion so that all we have to do every three weeks is you know record intro outro tack that on do any bits small piece of re-recording that are needed and then it's ready to go and the process repeats all over again that's really interesting. So that will give you four more casts before BronyCon actually happens? Exactly. And, okay. and then are you guys going to keep going and keep doing it after it happens? I personally plan to drive this on until as long as it will go. I want to afterwards eventually become, let it be something a bit more like y'all, a bit more relaxed, where it's yeah. not just, right now we are, being very much a behind the scenes look at the con right of how this runs and i don't want to we don't want to be oh this is how all cons should run i want i want this to be uh what we want this to be is this is how brony con runs this is our experiences learn from us i think that's really fair and and I, I'm happy you kind of brought up the making it slightly more relaxed. I mean, the, the concerning thing is you almost described it like work. And that's one of the things that I, I don't think it comes across as very well. I mean, we're definitely not the most professional podcast <laughs> on the market. Let's be out there. What are you we're not very professional. But every what? single week is always fun for us. And it's something that we look forward to. Like, this is our friend hangout time. Well, yeah. yeah. And so, like... We may not necessarily have that hard-hitting, like, sweet material, but I would definitely encourage you got to have fun with it, man. Oh, I... I'm happy to hear that you guys are doing that. I really... I do have so much fun with it. It's... Okay, there is so... There is... I don't know how much getting cut out of each episode just because it's things that were... can't be said 
or uh, you know us talking about things that uh, would violate one thing or another. Um, but I get to hear the stories from these people, and yeah, sure, I I probably have a cutter room floor somewhere with all the outtakes in it that I could go back and listen to, and it's just so much fun. And even if the end product, y'all don't get to hear those outtakes, maybe somewhere down the road after one is, you know, over with, we'll do a blooper reel or uh, or a thing of, oh, we couldn't talk about this before, but now we can. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. But I do immensely enjoy it. I, because I was doing it while I was, you know, kind of really down and out, I, uh, if I hadn't enjoyed it, I wouldn't have kept doing it just because I didn't need that extra downer. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the next question that we have from uh, Alex. Priest. Yo. Time. Check the time. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to do it after Alex's uh, questions. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. Uh, number two. Have you traveled much? Some. I've. Most. Pretty much every bit of traveling I've done has all eastward, but never west. I traveled west once, just over the border into New Mexico for a youth camp. And that's about it. Every other time that I've done major traveling, I've been to Washington, D.C. twice. I've been up to New York, over the border to see Niagara Falls. I've been to Disney World in Florida. Um, and, of course... Baltimore twice so far, and this year we'll make three times. Uh, but always, I always seem to travel east. Hmm. Just can't get past that continental divide, huh? Fair. <laughs> oh my god. Number three. What do colors smell like? I don't know. Let me find out. Red smells kind of like plastic. Oh, no! I was so I'm almost surprised you didn't smell green, but no, well, no, no. We I, all I know what green like smells like. In in my little apartment, I uh, I don't have like a coffee table or an end table. Instead, what I'm using at the moment are a couple of uh, collapsible desks, and one's red and one's black. And the one that I'm using with my laptop sitting on it right now is well, it's the red one. So ah, uh, okay. Well, now we're just a little bit over halfway through the cast. Please give us just a quick moment to do our mid-roll advertisement. <sighs> it's always important. Hey, Milk! Oh, fuck, I didn't push, push the talk. <laughs> hey, what? Hey, yeah, make sure. <laughs> Are you not on mute? Uh, no, it is. It's just, I, like, I had to unmute myself and everything. People were walking in my room. Oh, fair enough. Are you excited for BronyCon? Not at all. Absolutely. You are excited for BronyCon? <laughs> to a degree. Exactly. What if I told you I had a special exclusive 20% off discount code for a badge to BronyCon? I'd call you a shit-faced liar. I am! If you want to go to BronyCon and you want a special exclusive offer of nothing off your ticket, go buy your ticket to the final BronyCon 2019 edition right now and use coupon code. We don't have a coupon code. 
we just thought we'd try this as you order to buy your ticket to get nothing off. <laughs> That's such a deal. I'll buy your entire stock. Oh my god, this is the best promotion ever. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please consider uh, supporting the podcast Patreon. Uh, 100% of all of our proceeds go out to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary, where we are sponsoring a horse by the name of Little Bit. We need to get his hoopsies done and get his teeth teethers checked by a horse dentist. So, not a dentist that is a horse, but a dentist that is for horses. We we promise you. I, I love how we had to. I love how we had to make that. Are we not putting a horse through dental school? I mean, come on, man. This we, this we live in a society. We got to do it. The last horse used it all on on drugs and hookers. This this particular horse is trying to get a leg up on life. Uh, up up on life, if you will. Ah, uh, fuck off. So be sure to check that out. There's links to everything out on www.theparkast.net. Um, and we will be seeing you guys at Babs. Well, BronyCon 2019. Good job. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, it's like I make little thugs in my mouth. Back to the interview. Thank you, Eagle, for letting us do that. We've got some questions now from the other other guy. How do these pictures, I'll post it here where you posted your OC, how do these make you feel? Okay, the sugar pony is adorable, and I just have to go, what the fuck to the other one? She's yes, not this one. adorable. She's not adorable. She's sweet. I, I thought it was yeah, sugar sweet. bell for a second, but the colors are all wrong. And I don't even know what's going on here. I, I want to know what that thing in the middle is. I don't know, and I don't want to know. I think that's very, very yeah, fair. fair. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme's furry edition. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, no. it might be a breezy. Bad. No, that doesn't explain, like, the foxtail. Okay, we're moving the Lone Trooper. <laughs> Number zero. May the fourth be with you! Yay! Number one. What is Turn. your most? What? Oh, you you call him a nerd. Okay. <laughs> Number one, Eagle. What is your most heartwarming moment at a convention that you've been to? Hmm. Most heartwarming. I had a I had a thought and then it suddenly it, it disappeared. Um, hmm. I I can tell you a moment that was sort of a just a jaw dropper. It, so it was like I said I love the gala. Right. Yeah. I. So it's last year. They're doing their thing, and I was I was so grateful to the crew that uh, so Thursday night, setup's all done, and the gala crew is in the Hall of the Sun doing a dry run, just you know because they live all over the place. I believe uh, last year the the girl who played the Pony of Shadows last year is from Britain, as a matter of fact, if memory serves. So they don't exactly get to get together and practice this 
big, huge production. I don't know if they get together at all beforehand to practice. Um, but then their only practice time in person is at the convention. So they're doing their dry run Thursday night, and I happened to run into them, and they invited me when they found out that I was their one of their uh, room managers that was going to be on shift. I'm like, yeah, you can come see. And I was so glad they did because the night of the actual gala, I was so busy running around like a chicken with my head cut off that I didn't really get to watch the show. Except for one moment, and it was the same moment that made me stop and stare during the dry run. You see, their Fluttershy came out, and like I said, it was this whole, they got sucked into the movie dimension thing, so they're making their way through all these movies, including... Uh, one moment. Okay. Technical difficulties, the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, my uh, the cord fell out of the back of my snowball. Oh, it happens. Anyways, so they're making their way through all these Disney movies and stuff, and uh, funnily enough, uh, Shining and Cadence ended up singing "Love is a Fro- uh, Love is an Open Door" in Frozen Land, but but that wasn't the uh, heartwarming moment. No, or the jaw dropper. The jaw dropper was their Fluttershy singing "Once Upon December" from Anastasia. Oh wow. I kid you not. I mean, it it happened to me while I'm um, watching their dry run. You know, she comes out and she starts singing, and I kid you not, she was a dead ringer for the original. It was beautiful. And I'm sitting there just in this empty auditorium. It's empty except for me, and I think somebody was in it. One of the other players that wasn't on stage was doing something with some of the props on one of the chairs. And Lady Ava, who is the Galahad, was sort of running around doing some things. But the Fluttershy comes out. She starts singing. And I'm sitting there staring at the stage with my, my jaw dropped open. And and Ava goes rushing by to do something. She stops and she grins at me and she goes, she's good, isn't she? And I just go, amazing. And, I mean, Priest, you can probably remember. Anybody who's been to the gala can remember. It, it can be loud, you know. Even when the show's going on, people are still kind of murmuring. There's, you know, just people still talking and stuff. But during the actual gala, when Fluttershy came out and start, started singing, everybody just stopped and stared. The room went silent. But for that. Jeez. Wow. Damn. And it was just amazing. Uh, I think it went, it, it almost, but not quite, went as quiet during the uh, big lightsaber fights at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out that uh, several of the Gala players are uh, trained lightsaber fighters. Trained? trained. Yes, yes, there is wow. an actual lightsaber training spiel that happens. So do they train with vibroblades? Yes, they train with those two. <laughs> I presumably, I don't know. I'll have to ask them when I interview them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually next on my list, although there's so many of them that I'm going to have to split it up because interviewing 11 people at once is a bit much. Especially when I only do it in the span of an hour. 
Fair mm. point. Fair point. Yeah. So it is I, Dio, a, a Flammenwerfer, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Priest, the teacher has called upon me to read the next question. By Rex, no, next. Number two. I'm, just, I'm joking. Go ahead, do it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. What advice would you give to people who would like to start up their own podcast? And this is not strictly just related to MLP. Um, I mean, I suppose first and foremost is have a solid concept. I mean, it's it's all well and good to go, you know, I want to start up a podcast but if you're just kind of eh about it, if you don't quite have a picture image of in your mind of what you want it to be, it it's gonna be a bit hard to pull off. Second advice though is make sure it's something that you're passionate about, something you enjoy. For me, you know, I've I'm actually decently certain that I wouldn't be breathing right now. I I don't think I'd still be living if it, if I hadn't found this fandom. Aww. Um. And uh, and it's become a very big part of my life for me. If the video of my apartment, which is covered in wall scrolls and fan art that I've collected from my various dimension travels. And and just one erroneous Star Wars clock that my brother-in-law gave me for Christmas. So, like I said, my producer Neon, he loves. Uh, judging by the menu from the bakery where he works at, that he occasionally teases us by posting. Nice. So make sure it's something you're passionate about. You know, something you care about. Otherwise, well, I mean, then you why are you even doing it to begin with? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. And so you've heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you may be under the impression that podcasting is easy. But <laughs> you've heard it from the source. Oh, so, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, so, no, it ain't. <laughs> no, it is not. So, number three. What are your predictions on the upcoming Generation 5 from My Little Pony? And how do you believe the main six will change as characters? Honestly, I mean, I know... Bugged again. This this is what happens when you buy used, folks. Oh. <laughs> Duct tape that. Yeah. That's a lot of damage. Need flex tape. Well, <laughs> honestly, I think I think it's just the matter that I'm actually holding the mic in my hand. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Anyways, um, so I know, I guess. Is it has it become more common that people take last year's leaks as truth when you know it came out that season nine really is the last season? Well, I think they they Hasbro's officially announced that season nine is the last season. Yeah, yeah, I, 
I know, but so I, as I recall, the leaks last year included, yes, that season nine was the end, but also this stuff about Gen 5. Uh, or were there official Gen 5 leaks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, was there was stuff leaked it, along with this whole thing about season nine being the end of Gen Four, and so I I assume that's what he's I assume that's sort of what's being asked about here is that because it showed you know the main six reimagined a bit and some as different species and stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, personally, I think. I mean, I know people picture Hasbro as this huge money grubbing thing, but I, I mean, I don't think that's what exactly they're all about. Not all the time. And especially not to the point of diving into an immediate reboot. And I hope, I really do hope that they aren't going to go through with this whole, you know, change the species of the main six and stuff. Honestly, I think the only way I would see the main six still being in Gen 5 would be as if they did it as, you know, 30, 40 years down the road and it's the next generation. Mm. That That would be the only way I would see Hasbro doing it. Hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense, I suppose, yeah. And so, it's, so it's only acceptable to you if the main six reproduced. <laughs> well, no, that's not why I said that's that's the only way that I could see them still using the main six the, as we know them from Gen 4 down the road instead of trying to reimagine them as, you know, Twilight as an Earth Pony and so on and so forth. Right, right. Um... Now, maybe, maybe they could do like they did with, um, you know, I'm, I'm aware that there have been name, ponies' names reused and sort of them used as models from the older generations in the current one. Maybe something like that would come on, come about, but I don't think that they would just sort of cookie-cutter them and keep their personalities and things. Hmm. Yeah, otherwise, what's the point, right? Yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. The next question in this case would be, what would you feel is the hardest part about running and maintaining a podcast and putting things in to make it successful? I would say the hardest part that I've encountered has been uh, timing. I mean, there was this huge, huge, it took us, what, almost five months or at least five months to put out episode two and a, a lot happened um our sound per the person who was doing our sound sort of decided he wasn't going to do it anymore and thankfully another staffer has since stepped up and he's doing the sound from now on and just it's it's been a lot of work just coordinating it, which is why I'm glad that my team is small because my team consists solely of myself, my producer, Neon, and our new sound guy, Reggie. 
uh, I don't know if that's his real name, but it's what he uses on Slack, so. Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. So, moving on from there, where would you like to see yourself in the next three to five years, both personally and or professionally? Um, I'm hoping to go to grad school and get my PhD because, like I said, I'm a researcher. I ha- I work as a research tech right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and it's fun. I love my job. But I want to be the. I want to be able to say one day, sit back and say, you know, I I wonder about this. I want to look into this, and I want to decide my own research instead of just having a boss that says. Okay, here's our experiments for the week, and this is what we're doing, which is all all fine and dandy. Don't get me wrong, but one of these days. Can you research into bringing us pony girls? Yeah. I'm currently in the wrong department for that. I currently work in the Center for Alzheimer's and Neurodegenerative. On the other hand, if you would like me to... uh, See about inducing a neurodegenerative disease in yourself so that you can think they're a pony girls. Maybe we could arrange it. I well, think he already, I, he, he, well, no, he already thinks dragons have tits, so he's not yeah. that far off. They don't. I I I think <laughs> Princess Ember would beg, or Dragon Lord Ember, mind you, would beg to differ. Exactly. Yes. Man of oh culture. Jesus Christ! An educated man, no less. Oh God! What is the state of education? Well, I mean, Whoa. this this is not this is not a matter of education. This is simply looking at the facts before us, which yeah. seem to indicate that Smolder is either very young or very flat-chested. Yeah. Oh my. Or well, she's quite then. possibly actually a dude. We don't this know. Is true. Yeah. Uh, she can uh, identify. They can identify however they wish. No, they can only if you have a peep have PP or cloaca. We're not going down. We're not going there. <laughs> okay. Too far. Too far. Yeah. Fuck's sake, Enigma. For, Jesus forward. Christ. Focus. Next question. Right. Yes. Next question. What has been the happiest moment in your life? Oh, Christ on a crutch. Crippled Jesus. Would you prefer I said holy tap dancing chrysalis strapped to a dildo chair? Yes. Both of those work, actually. I still need to remember what fic I read that in. Anyways. Oh. Um. Hmm. I think one of my one of the happiest moments in my life was just okay. So I uh, I seem to have a terrible habit of attending the final uh, the uh, last uh, ride of cons. Uh, my very first convention was the uh, final year of uh, Fiesta Equestria in Houston. Hmm. Real small con, um, but it was fun. Uh, 
one of those happy moments was, you know, just hanging with a couple of the uh, guys from my meetup group in the hotel room. And I mean, well, they got shit faced. I, I seem to be incapable of getting drunk. Uh, but I mean, we were all just sitting there drinking the highway and hanging out and time. Mm. So the whole experience in general then. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I can def I can definitely feel that. Yeah. So moving on a little bit from that, next question being out of everything you've created, art acting scenes, animations, artwork, etc., anything, which artistic creation would you like to be remembered for the next one hundred years? Say it's put next to Mona Lisa in the Louvre. What's going there? I mean like I said, I am not an artist. I don't I don't have anything artistic that I've created. The closest I could get would be uh so earlier I do editing work for is fic. Hmm. Um but uh a sidebar of that is that there's also Include a couple of my have been brought into it. Uh, the first of which to appear was actually Ark, the one that I posted the art of. I mean, I guess that that's the closest thing to an artistic creation I've got. Oh, fair enough. Art is art is takes many forms, honestly. But. In this case, well, number eight isn't really, it's more of a how does this make you feel question, but it's a little vague. So you are the most, so how does this make you feel? You are the most important, most talented, most interesting, and most extraordinary person in the universe, and you are capable of amazing things. How does that make you feel? Well, thank you. I mean, it's a nice feeling, but uh, I mean, I already have a pretty healthy dose of self-confidence. All right. That's good. Like it. Number nine. You are in Ponyville, and you have just run into the famous Rainbow Dash. As you go to say hi, she turns around and screams, Rob Cakrin 53 wrote my little dashy. All at once, thousands of voices start screaming, Rob Cakrin 53 wrote my little dashy proclaiming that this is the best story. Your head starts to pound. Your knees start to shake. Blood begins to ooze out of your ears and you fall over, clutching your head as you violently scream. Will you give in to the voices and proclaim that My Little Dashy is the best story? Or will you defiantly hold your ground and scream out your own meme? I scream out, fuck you all. The entire Quill and Blade universe is so much better. God damn! Oh. And Rob would actually be very happy to hear that. Yes, he would. Uh, he actually, actually <laughs> would. Um, and finally, oh, apparently Enigma, you need to sing this question. No, I, every fucking time, Jesus Christ on a cracker. Come on, do it. I, I will grant permission for this one to just not be sung. As I do yeah, not okay. believe in subjecting my my host to pain. 
Enigma's a punching bag. What are you talking about? Dragon fuckers unite. <laughs> then we'll right. go to Lord Shax. I we we still got to get into like Latrius and stuff. Yeah, uh, Lord Shax asks asks Ness. Wow, I can't talk. Do I look like Peter Parker? No. Do I still look like Peter Parker? And I assert that yes, he does. I've seen him. Ooh, pizza time. Which <laughs> it's me, it's me, it's me. It's me. I was waiting for that. He, uh, not not the whiny one. He doesn't look like Toby. Not like, the uh, white one. Yeah, that. No, not the whiny one. Oh, the whiny. Fuck's sake. That still doesn't <laughs> narrow it down. Uh, it, it, Tom he, Holland. No, uh, a little, but more like the one from the Amazing Spider-Man's. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Andrew Garfield, I think his name was? Yeah, that one. Okay. Uh, let's see. We're going to Jammer now. Has the cast been nice to you? Uh, yeah. Number one, what's it like to be a con staff pep? It is an experience like no other. It's head and shoulders above and I love it so much because they, you know, that feeling you get, you go to a con, you see, you feel this high, you get to be happy and stuff for a weekend and see all these panels, see your friends and stuff. Know how good that feels? Yeah. Okay, now imagine what it's like knowing that you're a part of making that happen to someone else. That's a good feeling. Yeah. That's a good Number two, if you're given 33 drinks of your choice every week, pop, soda, liquor, whatever you'd want, would you give M.A. Larson a place to stay at or near your home? No, I'd need him to pay rent. <laughs> okay. Hey, 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 he pays it in drinks. He pays uh-uh, it in wings. Uh-uh. I I cannot take non-monetary items as rent payment. And what if he pays you in bottle caps? I can't exactly go and buy groceries with that or pay my own rent. Fair enough. Uh, number three, a cast favorite that we always have around here is the OC Thingpone. So would you hug Thingpone? Would you kiss them goodnight? Tell them every little thing's going to be all right, or or perform the ludes with her. The answer order goes like this: yes, 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 and no. Perfect. Has the disappoint has the disappointment <laughs> kicked in yet? I would say yes. Disappointment. Uh. No, because and this is also something that. Uh, we seek to address with the podcast and more so with continuing it on after BronyCon has happened is this isn't the end. Mm-hmm. This is far from it. We are here as a fandom where the only way this dies is if we choose to let it. And personally, I choose not to let it. We're bronies. We're weird. We're here to stay. And just because our biggest con is deciding that 
isn't going to happen again. Just because the show is in its final season, it doesn't mean it ends. I mean, Trekkies, they've been around for decades now. They're mm-hmm. still going. I see. So, no, the disappointment hasn't kicked in. There's nothing to be disappointed in. I I just got a visual of a Trekkie that's um, of a Trekkie, a brony version of a Trekkie, like an extreme Trekkie fan. (laughs) I think we get those in things like uh, the. uh, Oh. uh, I remember there was this really good era last year. I don't know. I I think I think in our fandom we call those cosplayers. Ah. <laughs> I I I don't know. I I think I lost the analogy somewhere and I apologize to anyone any cosplayers I may have accidentally offended. I actually have huge respect for y'all. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. They put a lot of work into what they do, and, yes. and there, there wouldn't be competitions and a lot of great work put into it if it wasn't something that's awesome. But fuck them, number five. You already do. You already do. Have these questions bothered you? Not particularly. Awesome. We're going to Latrius now. Uh, who asks, if you could hug an original-style changeling, would you? Okay, just to blaze through this, sort of like the thing-pwn question last time, we're going with yes, 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 and Twilight. (laughs) Awesome! (laughs) Hey! Well, that covers that. Wow, damn. Uh... Let's see, does chat have any questions? Yeah, we'll give a quick moment for chat to add any sort of questions that it has. Um, Eagle, if there are any particular questions that we didn't have um, uh, relayed to you or someone listens to this in the future and they have a way that they want to message you, is there like a Twitter or an email that they can send a message to you to? to Uh, They can get a message through to me at uh, podcast at bronycon.org. Twitter, I don't. Uh, just look for the Eagle Paladin of Shadows, just like it is there, and that should be, and that should be it. Um, you can search for the Stable Geniuses podcast on YouTube, SoundCloud, or your podcatcher app, and it should have a way of getting in touch with me there. Um, you can tweet at using the hashtag Stable Geniuses on. Br- uh, just tweet that at the BronyCon Twitter, and uh, they'll they should put it through to me. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I mean, the only th- I don't have a, a dedicated Bro- BronyCon email uh, aside from my personal one, and I don't give that out for obvious reasons. Right, right, totally, totally fair. Well, I'm checking the chat, and we don't have any sort of any extra questions. So uh, um, we we got one. Is Luna? Oh, is Luna yeah, adorable? I mean, you should be disappointed in yourself that you even have to ask that. Of course she is. Of course she is. Exactly. 
Well, that said, um, Eagle, do you have any kind of final thoughts or words that you'd like to promote or or end on to before we begin to wrap this up? Um, not particularly, other than thank you all for having me. Uh, as I said, we are working on the new episode, more episodes of Stable Geniuses coming soon. Um, next up, where I'm hoping to have a series soon of the Galacast members. Uh, as a matter of fact, just before all this began, I got messages from my sound person asking for a couple of re-recordings for the next episode. <laughs> ah. Yeah, that that is the thing about doing pre-recorded. Hey, we can go back and fix the oops. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one thing you get in your method as opposed to doing our method. Well, that said, Eagle, thank you so much for taking the time to coming on and uh, joining us today. Oh, that. Uh, Milk. Who? Do, oh, sorry. I think your mic cut out, and I interrupted you. Nope. Nope. Uh, Milk. Who do we have next week? Uh, we are working with Dex next week. Dex. That will be a lot of fun. Dexanth is one of our three BronyCon chairpersons, and I believe she is the seat. The chair that has been around the longest at this point, and is also a massive Love Live fan. Teaser about that. Hooray for Love Live! Well, that said, be sure to tune in next week. Um, thank you for watching this edition of the Barcast. Your podcasters for this evening have been Enigmatic Otaku. We used to live in a society. Flamin Warfare. Yes. Milk. Hello. Ravage. What? Tony. We're professional. Our wonderful guest, Eagle. Stay brony, my friends. And of course, my name's Flutterfreeze. See you all next week. Bye-bye! Bye.